0: The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above my enemies who surround me at his sacred tent and I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God my Saviour. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord.
1: And indeed, uh, the Psalms uh, are wonderful. Psalms, uh, The title Psalms, as we sort of start this series... We started last week, but as we continued, the word psalms actually comes from the Greek word, uh, which means music played with stringed instruments on the harp or the lyre. Um, It's normally with songs that are accompanied. The traditional Hebrew word uh, for this gathering of of words uh, is called praises, praises towards God. So that's what psalms are. They're a collection of of collections, of different praises, of music put together to honour God. And today we're looking at Psalm 27, trusting in the trustworthy God, trusting in the one who is trustworthy. Psalm 27 verse 1 that we've already looked at. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord God, He is light. For King David, He is not darkness or anything to be afraid of. For King David, God is light. The one to look to for guidance and for truth. For King David, God is the one who saves. Salvation Not the one who abandons and leaves us to die. No, God is the one who brings salvation. And God is the strength of King David. The strongholds. In no ways a burden or a weakness. God is a strength. And then there are two questions that King David throws out there in regards to what we fear. In relation to who God is. Because really, who or what are we afraid of? What do you fear? I'm, I'm glad all of you to call out, what do people fear today? What's something that you could think of that people are afraid of? Losing their wealth. Yep. Losing their wealth. Very true. Yeah, that's right. So they're worried about safety and security when there's, when there's wars all around Loss of freedom. Yes, that's a big one in our society. That we're, Some people say that we're trying to bubble wrap our children these days. But we're so concerned. And we know, we've been educated, that things happen to our kids uh, in our nation. So um, it's a difficult one. But as that picture sort of demonstrates, sometimes fear can rise. Fear can take over. And something that's small can become bigger and bigger and bigger And paralyzing. It can take over our lives. Fear can grow. But what I want to affirm to us all today that Psalm 27 affirms is that God drives away our fear, God takes away that fear. If we look at the big picture, it is so easy to declare that God is greater, God is bigger than any problem. God is bigger than any situation. God is bigger than any opposition we are facing. God is more powerful and God drives away our fear. We look to the promises of God and all of a sudden our fear is small and insignificant. God is greater than whatever the fear is in our life. You might recall in the New Testament, In the book of 1 John, these words, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. What a wonderful reminder, the same as Psalm 27, that God in His greatness, God in His love, destroys, casts down, takes away our fear. The love of Jesus that's been poured into our lives, given to us, destroys that which we're afraid of as we look to Jesus, as we look to the greatness of God, our fears are taken away. And may the truth of that sink into our hearts. It's not about just knowledge, it's about letting this truth sink into our soul, into our hearts. All that we are to say, yes, God, you are greater. And indeed, what I love about this psalm, the second point today, is that our heart's desire is to be near to God? It stands out so clearly in this psalm, the words that King David brings forth to say that I would prefer to be one place of anywhere in all of this universe. The one place that I would prefer to be is in your presence, Lord God. I want to be close to you. The worldly pleasures, the things that about those relationships, they can come and go with people. I want to be focused on you, Lord God. Verse 4. One thing I asked from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. What strong words from King David. Where does he want to be? In God's presence. He wants to be in the temple where God's dwelling place had been revealed to him. He wanted to be near God. And was it just sort of an occasional occurrence when, when trouble came? No. It was every single day. How much clearer could it be? All the days of my life. King David declares, I want to be where you are, God. I want to be close to you. I want to physically dwell close to you. I want to look at you and your glory. I want to have that posture of seeking you every moment of my life. And straight away as we hear these words, we have to say, is that me? Is that you? Is that our life? Do we desire to be near God all the time? Do we desire to be humbly positioned before the greatness of God's? We need to ask ourselves, is God truly number one? Or is he just a part of many things in our lives? Have we surrendered everything over to God? As King David is demonstrating here, or are we just asking God for a helping hand here or there? When we wake up, what's on our minds? Is it desiring more of God? Is it saying, God, I want you today in your ways Or is our heart about getting on with the worldly things? This psalm is a reminder that God is not just to be some sort of backup plan, some sort of plan for the background for when things go wrong. God is to be central to each and every day. And when we think about our future, when we think about where we're headed, to be in God's presence before the Holy One, In heaven, our future to dwell where God is, may our heart's desire be for that same right now. As we saw in the example here, may we trust in the God who is trustworthy and seek Him out. Because the reminder is given in this psalm that God will protect us. But of course, when we think about God's protection, We need to think about many issues because it's always in His way and in His timing. Sometimes we put our blinkers on and we look at the situation about here and now. But it's always good to think about God's protection in the big picture. Because like it or not, we all face enemies in life. We have opposition. This world is broken and there are things working against us. Whether we like it or not, there are forces of evil in this world. Whether we like it or not, there are people who dislike our faith and who we claim allegiance to. Whether we like it or not, brokenness is within us at times or amongst our family and friends, and there's broken relationships. But the big picture we need to keep coming back to is that God will protect us, He is there. It's not all about what we are going through here and now. It's about eternal life, finding life in God. It's about God's kingdom remaining forever. These words, bring that to light. Verse 5, "...for in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tents and set me high upon a rock." God's protection is available to each and every one of us. We draw near to God as King David affirms here and he lifts us up in his timing. Let us think about the life of Jesus for a moment when we think about God's protection. Did Jesus go through hardship? Was Jesus rejected? Did Jesus go through pain and suffering? Of course, he did. Gonna make it any clearer than Matthew 26, verses 59 and 60? The experience that Jesus went through, even though he was under God's protection as God the Son. What happened? The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death. But they did not find any, though many false witnesses came forwards. And we know what happens next, don't we? There's a picture there. You might be able to see it. It's the Romans making a mockery of Jesus Christ. Making a mockery as if he's no king at all. Hurting him. Embarrassing him in front of other people. But of course God was with him. And God lifted him up. And as we go through a situation in life, we need to remember that God is greater. He is bigger than that situation. And yes... We might go through a trial or a struggle or a season which is is very hard. But every struggle, every setback, every opposition, we keep trusting in God. We keep trusting in His promises and one day He will lift us up. Do you believe that God will lift you up in the right time? That He will raise you to glory? That He will provide you with His absolute blessing? Well, I hope that the answer is yes. Yes, and yes to the promises of God. Because in the background, the reality is, is that we all have doubts. We have doubts about God. What might be a doubt that someone might have in God? You can share that. What's some sort of a doubt that someone might have? You know, a church family about God? Not You're not worthy, Yes. Yep, why why do bad things happen? Yep. Yeah. Will God come through? <laughs> yeah, that's right. When 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 governments seem to be making bizarre decisions, we think where is God in this? When things are heading downhill with our health, where is God in all this? When things are Financially difficult, where is God in all this? What about when people turn against us? People start making accusations or or being rude to us. Or or, Where is God? Where's my deliverer? Where is he? And what is so authentic about the psalm, this psalm, Psalm 27, and so many psalms, is that it, it catches our human existence. That we're having these doubts... Where are you, God? What's going on? I'm struggling here. I can't understand this situation. I'm weak and I don't know what's happening. Those doubts rise. And that's why we can relate with verses like verse nine. Where we where we want to know where God is. Verse nine Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God, my Saviour. These words of doubt, fearing that God would abandon his servants. Sometimes it can be our very faith that we question and that we fear. Is it authentic? And then verse 10 comes. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Once again, words of promise, even if... Our father and our mother forsake us. They leave us. They reject us. They push us away. Even so, even in that circumstance, God is there. He is present. And so we see this transition from doubts back to the confidence of remaining in God. To say, no, I'm going to cast my eyes back to God. Yes, I have doubts, but I'm going to press into God and to trust him all the more. My actions, my efforts now are going to be back towards God. I'm not going to let those doubts overcome me. I'm not going to let the lies of the evil one overcome me. I'm not going to let any opposition overcome me. I'm going to step back towards God and trust Him no matter what. Our confidence remains in God, And that's where we get to these verses at the end of the psalm. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. What positive words of assurance, words of confidence in God's, hope for the future, this blessing that comes through the goodness of the Lord's. I am going to choose to be confident in God this very day. No matter what's going on, I'm going to trust God. And indeed, we say amen to what this psalm says with the promises that we have in Jesus Christ. Don't we? We say yes to the confidence that we have. We say yes to God and what we have to look forward to. In Christ, I am confident that God will perfect the work he has begun in me. Do you agree with this? Do you agree that there's a work that started in us and that it's going to go on to greater things and it's going to lead to be accepted by God himself in his presence? I hope that we say yes, that that is my future. I have a confidence, it's not in myself, I have a confidence in God and what he's going to accomplish in me and amongst the believers around us for his kingdom's sake. God is making all things perfect, including us. And we need not fear. We can trust God. So our confidence, what do we have confidence in? May it not be anything of this world ourselves, but may our confidence be in God, in who He is, in His promises. Anything we face in life, we can say, I trust you, Oh Lord God, I trust you, Lord Jesus. Whatever I'm facing, you are the trustworthy one and you will make a way. Even if I face death, I believe that you will lift me up into the most glorious place of all. Let us pray. Our oh, Lord God, we ask that you will examine our hearts that you will look deep inside us and that, Lord, you will help us to know your ways. Lord, if there's any fear within us, are there any doubts, Lord, may you replace them with your promises. We thank you for the hope that we have, the faith that gives us the ability and the strength to carry on each day. Lord God, help us to see the big picture As we go through life, help us to keep trusting in you and help us to believe in our hearts that you are the trustworthy one and that you have the best future for us. And so we ask for your help now in Jesus' name. Amen.